With the holiday season coming up, we are getting a lot of shit ton of TV shows, movies, and even spin-off series that are coming in from dear old Jolly Saint Nick as shows like The Witcher, Agretzigo, Spider-Man movie, Matrix, all of those shows, movies are coming to us from, again, a jolly old Saint Nick and one of them we're going to be talking about today is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and since now season four of it is out, this is what we're going to be talking about today, and it will be season four of A Breath to Go. Hello guys, this is Jay from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we're going to be talking about season four of A Breath to Go. So for those of you who are fans of the series, let's continue on ahead. Sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. And for those of you who have not seen season four yet, I suggest you wait until the you watch season four of the series and come back to listen to the review. Because there's going to be a lot of spoilers up ahead, but for everyone else who has watched the series, let's continue on ahead. Regrets to go with season four. I will have to admit, when season four hit on December 17th, I was elated. I didn't even know that a season four was going to hit, but when I saw the trailer for it, I was blown away. But with how season four works, it basically revolves more towards about the relationship between Retsuko and Haida. Because previously, Retsuko had basically stepped away from the idol life when she was with. OTM girls, and now she's no longer with them. She's back to her life working in the accounting office, which, again, I can relate of what it's like to work in an office, mainly with my life of working in a call center. It's literal hell. But, again, we're more focused on the relationship that's going on between Haida and Retsuko. Yeah, Retsuko has been going through a couple of heartbreaks every now and then, we remember the one, red, another red panda that was in another department and things didn't go well because he was basically in his own world. Then we were met with Tadano, who he was a bit okay, but at the same time it was a bit of a, a no because uh, he had his own thing that he wanted to do. Retsuko had her own thing that she was more into because... She one day wanted to settle down and have a family of her own. Tadano was not for it. It's kind of what led to why the two broke up. It was kind of sad, but I can understand why these two weren't that compatible. When season 3 came along and once again, it's kind of the thing where her mom comes in and tries to do an arranged marriage. And with that, it's too stressful and... I couldn't even bear the fact that if I was going through the situation that Retsuko was going through, I would basically would just be like, uh, no, I'm not going through that. I'd rather pick who I want to be with, who likes to be for me, with being someone who also loves listening to death metal to get my anger out on most things. I can sympathize with Retsuko on that. Season 4, on the other hand, it gets a little bit darker. Things are not going well with a company that Retsuko is uh, working at, and this isn't going well. So now, 
instead of the previous CEO after a recent accident and he's been hospitalized, a new member of the of the team named Nomura Muro decided to has been selected to be the new CEO of the company. Now with all of that, ladies and done, I think that was pretty cool. And never in my life would I be reverted back to the days of when it happened with Beastars for season one and two. I never thought I would be interested in a furry, but at the same time when he first appeared, I thought, oh shit, no, not again. This isn't like what happened when it came to Lagoshi. No! I'm not a furry! But sadly, I fell into that hole. And this, going back to Haida and Retsuko, things were going well for them, but we just begin to notice that like Haida doesn't have like a lot of confidence in herself when it comes to being around Retsuko, which I find to be a bit annoying because most guy with him, he does have deep feelings for her, strong feelings for her, and he's not that confident just to be around her, and it's kind of upsetting, and it's also a little bit annoying, because it's like he has every opportunity to tell her how he feels about her, just being around her, just be there in general, but every time he just shuts her down, and it's upsetting, and it's like, Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. And it's like, dude, do you have any game when it comes to girls? But then we get to the episode where when he finally takes her back home and she says, it's better off that we just remain as friends, which completely crushes Haida. Like, it's kind of like what you get for always pushing her away being so awkward, not having the confidence, and honestly, Haida is kind of like one where, don't get me wrong, I like Haida as a character. I mean, if the kind of guy who likes listening to punk music is a bassist in his band and basically goes to like a bar that's like a punk rock kind of a bar, I wouldn't mind going to that bad place like that, and honestly, for me, I think Haida is like boyfriend material for me, and <laughs> okay, I'm kind of simping for Haida right at the moment, but <laughs> who could blame me about that? I really want those two to get together. Anyways, we're going into what's going on between between the two. We do get to see some reoccurring characters that we do remember from back in season three, and they get to appear again in season four. We do remember back when Haida was involved with one person by the name of Inui. You remember her? She gets to make an appearance again, but it was really nice to see Inui, but <laughs> she was a little bit annoyed when he told her, when she told him that she quit her job, the life of a temp. You know what I mean? And oh, she was livid. And what even kind of made me a little bit on edge was when she mentioned, I like that coat. And I'm like, oh, oh, wait, stop, stop, no, 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 stop. Um, remember when he said that he would rather be with Retsuko than with you? Why are you trying to get him back? Stop. No, 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 no. You cannot do that. You no do that. 
Nope, nope, no. Nope. Uh, well, with all that out of the way, and more things are actually becoming a little bit more darker than that, we actually began to see that some of the characters we know and love from the last three seasons are being let go from their jobs. Like, we remember uh, Goodbye, she was being let go from her job, and others that we know of. Ton was let go of his job as well, and that's another thing I can also alliterate about. Ton, I never liked him in the first couple of seasons. He was annoying, he was chauvinistic, and he was just overround the kind of guy I would sock in the face. But we do get to see a little bit more of his own life and also what he's going through. And you do feel a bit of sympathy for him of what he has to go through. And I will admit, I actually felt sorry for him that he had to go through all this, even though he's like going from his job. And even before the the 30 year anniversary he was working at the company, and when Himuro told him to let go some of the people at his job. He refused to because, I will admit, it was kind of like a, a Yami Sukihiro kind of a moment there where uh, he he doesn't. It shows that like he don't care for uh, people who who work under him, but he does have a heart. He cares, but <laughs> I don't know. If that's like a good comparison about that, but uh, that's kind of how I see it. Kind of almost like the same way with like Aizawa, it's like, you look at him and it kind of looks like he's like aloof and doesn't give a fuck about most things, but like when it comes to like other people, when they show like stuff where like something happens to the students, yeah, he's gonna care. He's gonna come after you. It's like family to him. And that's kind of the same way Twin is with most of the people who work at the accounting firm. And again, it's kind of upsetting seeing all of this, and it's kind of dark. And with how season 4 is, I really liked how it was really written out, and I loved the, the character developments. It was really amazing, and I loved how it panned out all the way to the end where now things have finally been patched up between Retsuko and Haida, and I really liked how it ended. But it, at the same time, I didn't like how it ended because it kind of left us at a bit of a cliffhanger because we now see that things are going really well for these two, but at the same time, it kind of makes me wonder what's going to happen with them. Are they going to get into a relationship? Are they not going to get into a relationship? Because in the end, you kind of heard the old saying, last guy, oh, nice guys finish last well it's kind of like that i don't know how many more seasons are going to be until finally these two are going to end up getting married but well only time will tell but until then i would rate let's go season four a, a 9.0 out of 10. it's really good but i feel like there's some things that are kind of missing to make it a 10. But overall, I highly recommend you give Agretzko Season 4 a, a look. But if you have not seen Agretzko, I highly recommend you watch the series. It's really good. And for those of you who understand what it's like to live to work in an office, basically like at a call center, like a 
accounting firm, then this would be the kind of show for you. So for those of you who have seen Agretzko season 4, what did you think of the season overall? Did you like the season? Did you not like the season? Did you think that there should be a little bit more to make it more exciting than the other three? Let me know what you guys think. And also, I did make a previous episode where I talked about a theory of how Haida and Retsuko will finally become a couple. And it was the very first episode that I did when I first did my podcast of Inner Fix. And I highly recommend you check it out. And I will admit, I was a bit stuttering on my words and I do apologize. And maybe in the future, I might do a revision of that, probably sometime by next year. I don't know when, but I will be doing a revision of that one day. But for everyone who's listened to this episode, thank you all so much for listening. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on Wednesday for a brand new episode. Later!